This call is now being recorded. Everybody, welcome to week four of the Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your co-host, joined this week by special guest, the infamous none the other. That was a weird way of saying that, but I'm joined by Vincent Young. Vinny, would you like to say hello? Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. It's good to have you. I know. I know. We've been talking about this for a little bit, having. Uh, you, Joel, Ryan on the podcast, so it's it's nice to finally make that a reality, and uh, it's nice to have you here. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's long overdue. I've definitely talked to Alex, Alec about like jumping on here many times, um, so I'm glad to finally get the chance to do it. Yeah, get, get well, an opportunity to bark at you guys from the bottom of the uh, of the standing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. I, I had a good first week, and. Uh, I think that that probably takes us into uh, the first matchup that we're going to cover from last week. The toilet bowl. Uh, Yeah, the toilet bowl game of you versus me. It was the lowest scoring game last week. Um, I mean, nobody really on my team had any sort of a good game. Uh, I mean, the the rookie for the Chiefs, he had a good game. Uh, but other than that, it was, it was kind of it was kind of dog crap. So yeah, Clyde Clyde always is you know a solid performer. Um, very impressive rookie season so far. Obviously, the Chiefs are winning games. Uh, one of the interesting things that I uh, in terms of like guys on your team is like Lamar. I feel like he hasn't really done too much this season, to be honest. Yeah. No, I mean, other than Week One, he had a really strong Week One that you know kind of set the tone. At least I thought or hoped. Uh, for the season, but you know, other than that, I mean, he hasn't had terrible games. The Chiefs' defense just completely yeah. throttled. They're him. underrated for sure. Um, but I mean, you really—I mean, who thought that Cooper Cup was going to kind of pop off for three me against? Buffalo? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so far wrong about him most of the season, but Cooper Cup is an underrated wide receiver. Man, he's a good—he's a good football player. Oh, I know, but Goff has just kind of been, you know, I mean, other than what since uh, two years back, he's kind of he's kind of fell off. A yeah, bit. that's true. I mean, Goff, he's starting to get back into the groove this year. I feel like, even though they lost to Buffalo, but Buffalo is kind of on a hot tear right now. Yeah, which speaking of, I thought that John Brown was going to have more than zero points. I think he got injured, so that's um, that's the explanation there. I, we, you and I, we, okay. one of the reasons why our totals are so low is because we both had a guy just get out instantly at the beginning of the game. Something I've been facing yeah. every single one of my fantasy leagues this year. <laughs> I haven't had a clean week. Um, Deontay Johnson, I yeah. think, had a concussion. I think John Brown fucked up his leg or something. Um, but yeah, both of those guys were injured pretty early in the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of been the, the tone of the season so far, I think. Uh, there's been a lot of, you know, injuries. And I wonder how much of that has to do with Corona. I, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of chance for some of these guys to 
you know, workout. I mean, not everybody is Tom Brady and has like a dietitian and a personal trainer on like call 24 seven. So yeah, you're totally right. I'm sure, I'm sure it was harder. Yeah. I'm sure it was harder for some of these guys to get back into the groove. And that's probably why you're seeing that. But yeah, I mean, I've lost Adams chart. Yeah. Uh, I know you were talking about, you lost chart. In yeah. Another league. That one's brutal. Um, it's, yeah, I don't even know what's rude. going on with him, to um, be honest. They were, like, talking about, like, chest pain or something. I hope it's nothing serious. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, Cam, I, I, I thought Cam was going to have a stronger start. Or, I mean, he's had a good start, but he, he just didn't have a good week three against the Raiders, which, I mean, is kind of surprising. <laughs> have the Raiders have a good defense? The Raiders are fine. I mean, they're not a bad defense. So yeah. The Raiders are a good team this year. Um, so I, it's very impressive that new England was able to pull off such a convincing win. Although that was more so probably done on the defensive side. Um, what a defensive performance by that team this week. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Belichick always pulls some shit out. Of his yeah. Ass. My, my team though. I mean, like if I'm going to give myself a little extra time to talk about me, I'm really disappointed in this team, man, yeah. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Oh God! Like what a what a That's terrible fair. what a terrible turnout. I I honestly was pretty confident like going in, but man, it just did not turn out the way I wanted it to. Joe uh, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs are both guys who are like Josh Jacobs has done fine this season. I'll give him a pass. He's said he's had a little bit of injury problems the last couple weeks, so. That's the reason why he hasn't putting up um, like big numbers. But Joe Mixon, like I don't know what the fuck is going on with that team. They should—they're just not giving him the ball. I feel like it's because they can't really run the football with like such a bad offensive line. But it was at least good to see like Allen Robinson, you know, show up for once. You know, that that was nice. He had yeah. a huge game. Finally, hopefully, we'll hopefully this switch over to <clears throat> Nick Foles from the trash can that is Mitch Trubisky will benefit him somewhat. <laughs> we'll see, but. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I was going to say. I think you're really going to be benefited. And I, I, and, you know, we can obviously touch about, touch more about, you know, our teams going forward. Um, but I mean, I think, uh, I think that'll really help. Yeah. The, the entire Bears offense, just getting foals in there. Um, I mean, you, you live in Chicago. I mean, I'm sure that everybody in Chicago is just, you know, yeah. pounding the Bears coaching staff in front office to get uh, Trubisky Absolutely. out of there. I mean, he didn't even – statistically, I was confused. He didn't have a terrible Oh, he, he statistically he didn't, but that doesn't tell the full story. If you, if you actually, like – Yeah, I was if you watch the, If you watch, like, any of the Bears games this season, they, they, they should honestly be almost, like, 0-3. I forget their Week 2 game, but I know their Week 1 game. I believe they were playing, like, the Lions. The Lions just absolutely threw that at the end of that game. Uh, I think like DeAndre Swift dropped a game-winning touchdown. They turned the ball over to put, even give Chicago a chance in the first place. And then like Chicago gets lucky again this week in Atlanta, where Atlanta blows like a, what was it like a twenty-point lead or something against them. Yeah, it was, that was, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. They're they they they're honestly yeah. like a they should be one in three at best right now. They were gifted two wins. They're not a good team. Hopefully, hopefully um, Nick Foles can change that around though. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that Nick Foles doesn't, but I mean, I hope <laughs> as a Packers fan, I hope, I hope, I hope he has a good season. Cause I do like Nick Foles, but I, yeah, in terms of the bears, I, I, I'm, I'm always glad when the bears That's are true. bottom of the barrel. Most, but, most of this league is probably yeah, smiling but, ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll head on to the next matchup that we're going to talk about. Um, Dylan versus Pete, the battle of the brothers. 
Um, I, I mean, it's just a really high scoring game. Dylan popped off for the, the, the highest scoring performance by a team this yeah, so far this year. Um, so, you, you know, Camara just torched the Packers and the Packers were like, well, we'll just kind of let Camara torch us and we'll win other ways. Yeah. Camara, man, what a player. This dude is insane. I don't know. I mean, you, he, dude, even sick. as a Packer fan, like you guys got to give him credit. Like, yeah. We're we're talking about oh, a sure. guy who I mean obviously Sean Payton is an is a great coach, um, really great offensive mind. But Drew Brees, if he he can't if you watch any of these games this season, he hasn't been able to push the ball past fifteen yards downfield at all this season. He basically yeah I I don't know I think he's just that. old to be honest. Like they know that downfield he can't get it. The velocity isn't there. He's like the opposite of Josh Allen for that matter. You know, so what they're what they've been doing and what over the last couple of years is essentially using Mike Thomas over like the middle and they just give him like short dump off passes and he's big and strong so he can take it. But like Alvin Kamara has all this production. He's like the I think he's like the number one running back in the league in terms of fantasy points this year. And all of his production is literally like take a short pass from the line of scrimmage and then he just does the rest. So like literally it's all just Alvin Kamara just dicking on defenders that they play. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was it was so impressive. I mean, he was just like cutting on a dime. I mean, he was breaking ankles. It was it was one of the greatest performances. I mean, I've seen out of a running back in a very long time. It was it was incredibly impressive. So, I mean, on top of that, Dylan had Eckler pop off. Uh, Tyler Lockett popped off. Um, and I mean, you know, Kamara and Lockett combined for almost as many points yeah, as my entire right. team last week. So. <laughs> I mean that that kind of tells the story of of yeah. Dylan's week week three. So um, I I mean Pete didn't have a terrible game at all. I mean he would have beat you know most of the teams <laughs> last week. Um, well, not even actually he wouldn't have beat most of the teams, but he would have beat you and me uh, and Joel. Uh, so I don't know what that says about us, but uh, <laughs> it was it was a good game by Pete relatively. Uh, and you know, he just, I mean, Odell Beckham, I, that guy, I, I don't know what, uh, Baker Mayfield's really doing. Uh, I mean, have you seen a lot of Mayfield play? Well, like, I, I think, I, I don't think Mayfield's actually from an efficiency standpoint, he's doing fine. He's doing all right. Um, but essentially what, what okay. the Browns have done this year is they, they're like, all right, um, they grabbed Kev, they grabbed what's his name Kevin Stefanski from the from the Vikings last year. Um, they essentially were like, okay, take that offensive system. We're making you the new head coach. We've got two insanely talented running backs on this team um, in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and they're like, we're just going to be a run first option, um, and then like everything from there is just play action. Um, Baker Mayfield only has to throw the ball like 15, 20 times a game. So that's like the volume is just not there to support a strong fantasy wide receiver. Um, and I also think that Odell Beckham is still a little rattled from this poop story, to be honest. Have you not his heard about poop this? poop story? He got exposed no. by Chief Keef's baby mama. She went on a radio show. I don't know if it was a <laughs> podcast or a radio show. And then she dropped some dirt on Odell Beckham and said okay. that apparently he likes poop. Yeah, he's, oh, he a, likes he's a poop, poop guy. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Oh, no. He was just playing with, like, Dr. Disrespect the other day. I mean, it's not really relevant, but it was kind of weird that, you know, you seeing like, a major streamer playing with... I mean, he's, like, like one Odell of the most Beckham. famous players in the but, league, so... 
You know, you know who else like is is Brett Bielema. Brett Bielema is a guy that's into rooming Wait, what? Too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I heard it. Uh, one of my coworkers at the Capitol was telling me how uh, he had he had like friends in college, uh, and apparently Brett Bielema was like really into uh, like college girls and oh, was yeah, cheating on his wife all the time. And I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you could totally hear, I mean, obviously I don't have like, you know, strong supporting witnesses, but from, from what I hear and, you know, I don't necessarily disbelieve it because it's totally believable, right? Like Brett Bielma, <laughs> this big college coach, just like, you know, these co-eds and he's just, he's just all over them. He's kind of a predator, but they're like, well, he's the yeah, bad exactly. coach, so it's cool. He's rich as fuck. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and Derek Jeter's another guy oh my God. that also <laughs> was into it. He and and he would give all the girls fruit bat or like gift baskets filled with like fruit and like you know like an iPod Nano in like two thousand and eight like the height <laughs> of a gift or something. And he would just give that to girls, but that's wild. Odell Beckham joins the yeah, that's the meme of this Gilman. year, man. Derek that Jeter, team. Did you man. did you hear about Baker Mayfield I, I, getting a blowjob in the back of a Cheesecake Factory parking lot? Dude, the, that entire no, the Browns fuck? team is just full of memes right now, dude. This was right after he got. Dude, that's that's the right. He got of he got he got um right after he got engaged <laughs> to his now fiance or wife or something. Maybe he got married. This girl like went on another radio show to expose Baker, and then she said like he had just like seen her randomly at a game, and then they like met up one time, and then she gave him a blowjob in the back of a cheesecake factory, and that was the end of the story. <laughs> And this is Chief Keith. No, it's not the same, the same person. Two separate stories. Oh, okay. But still. That's I know, right? That's so weird. The Browns are just yeah. a weird organization, man. Yeah, and I mean Baker Mayfield's just like on all it those commercials too. It, it, like, I mean, he's <laughs> it does, yeah. I mean, he's good at it, but like Jesus. Anyway, we're <laughs> sorry we're about off that. Topic for... <laughs> no, I, I think I, this is good content. I like it, so uh, I mean, I, I I still like Pete's team. I mean, I I mean he's zero three, but I don't know if that's necessarily indicative of his team. Uh, I mean, Dylan has a weird record of two zero and one, but uh, I I mean I think both these guys are are playoff quality teams. It'll just be you know matchups going down the road, and uh, obviously if they can stay healthy, Pete kind of needs that. I mean, he's had some bad luck to start the season, but. Uh, you know, obviously, probably hopes. To, yeah, man. To I honestly, I think that Dylan, especially if he can find a way to upgrade at quarterback, I think he's got a good chance to win the ship this year. Assuming everybody stays healthy, this team is insane. Yeah. I mean, Kamara and Eckler is, yeah. is a really good running back core. Um, and I mean, if Tom Brady gets it together, Mike Evans is you know a stud. Tyler Lockett. Um, I mean, I know you're a yeah. big fan of Russ. Um, I mean, he has yeah. a good team moving forward. So, and, I mean, he even That's left like saying. 50 points like, on he, his bench. So. T.Y. Hilton's kind of washed at this point. I'm a Colts fan, so I can tell it to you straight. Tyler Boyd yeah. is an underrated <laughs> wide receiver. And honestly, if, if I were Dylan, I would have started Tyler Boyd and hit the two hundo mark. But, you know, what am I going to say? I barely broke 100 yeah, points damn. this week. <laughs> yeah, I fucking know. Anyway, let's move yeah. on. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, Kevin, uh, Joel. Kevin just dismantled Joel. Wasn't even close. I mean, the only person Joel would have beat this week is me. And, I, you know, Joel starting Gardner Minshew, uh, who really has not necessarily really fully captured 
I mean, he's had two good weeks. I don't necessarily blame Joel, but, uh, you know, who else did he? I mean, he had Joe Burrow. I'd probably still start Joe Burrow. We got to go easy on Joel because Joel's team, honestly, is getting decimated by injuries. Like, he, I think he's lost three of his top four picks in the draft. It's not a great look. Um, But, yeah, yeah, the – his whole his whole mantra every year is you know go light on quarterback, which is why he ends up with Gardner Minshew as a starter. But it's a valid it's a valid strategy. Um, I know for a fact that he was aiming for for um, Josh Allen in all of his leagues, so that's kind of like a late round flyer that would have really turned his team kind of upside down, assuming that he would have drafted other players that didn't die by week three. So uh, I believe. Yeah, I mean. He would have. I, I was just gonna say. I mean, Joel would have been kind of, you know, in the in the outhouse either way. You know, with with those injuries. I mean, well, it's luckily not for him, for George Kittle's mostly coming back this week, so that's good for him. The unfortunate part is that Christian McCaffrey and AJ yeah. Brown may not actually ever, you know, reach starter level this season. The two injuries that they're going through right now are pretty bad, apparently. So we'll see. I mean, Christian McCaffrey has. T- there's plenty of time in the season. They could prove everybody wrong, but generally speaking, from you know, like what they're dealing with currently, it's it's a pretty bad thing for the rest of the season. So we'll see. Joel Joel's a, always been. Yeah. You know, I respect his fantasy cred. Um, he'll find a way to get out of this. I I hope so. I mean, for Joel's sake. I mean, you know, for both of you guys. I mean. You know, coming into the league, obviously, uh, you know, it, it'd be nice to, you know, <laughs> get to the oh, playoffs yeah. uh, and, and really, you know, that's obviously the fun part of fantasy football is competing in the playoffs and, you know, making those decisions for matchups. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, a, it's it a really real counts. shame that neither Joel uh, nor so. I have been able to actually have a good showing in either of our seasons. I don't think it's going to change this year, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah, I, I mean, it'll be tough. I mean, it's possible if McCaffrey turns it around and, you know, magically heals, I don't know, goes <laughs> to Europe like Peyton Manning did, get some kind of stem cell injection or something like that. Maybe it's possible. Uh, but, I mean, you know, to Kevin's credit, you know, talking about his team, people kind of shit on Kevin's draft a little bit. Uh, but, you know, Kevin's Kevin's 2-1, and one, and, you know, he's put up, he's put up good Kevin numbers so far draft. this year. I, think I thought he was a pretty uh, solid one. <clears throat> I just remember, I don't know, some people in our, like, the video, oh. Facebook video chat. I think it's you know, because, I, I think I remember. Um, I don't remember who. I think Kevin grabbed, yeah, he drafted Mahomes, he drafted Mahomes like, very high. early. Was it the first round or something? Um, it probably was. I believe but so, But after yeah. all, like, he, he found, he hit Third round. on so many great value picks. Um, I traded for Cam Newton, obviously. Cam didn't have a great week last week, but I, I'm not I'm not worried. Um, but even in that, like he was able to bolster his depth with that with with that trade. So he he was able to like pick up Aaron Jones, who was kind of like down in the stock market for fantasy. You know, everybody doubted him with with the, mostly because of the coaching decisions and the draft this year is probably like the main reason why, um, which was mm-hmm. totally unfounded, unwarranted because clearly the dude is like Christian McCaffrey level talented. Um, we'll see if he gets re-signed or not. I, I still don't think he does because of their moves um, in the draft. And, you know, they've kind of committed to A.J. Dillon, which is why, you know, it probably would have been smart to think that way in terms of thinking that Aaron Jones would get kind of get ridden into the ground this year on his final few years of his contracts. 
um, and they can kind of just like, you know, replace him with with a newer, fresh guy. Um, but he also got like Jonathan Taylor, you know, who yeah. who basically had the opportunity of a lifetime fall on his lap. Um, he was originally splitting backfield time with Marlon Mack, and he lasted about half a game. And now Jonathan Taylor's, you know, a top ten pick. If we would have redrafted right now, um, so great stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask. He looks good. Taylor I mean, like he had an okay week last week, um, but he's a rookie. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much you can ask from him. The dude is still freakishly athletic. Um, the Colts' offensive line is pretty good. I'm a little worried about the Colts, though, to be honest. They're they're running pretty low on, on talent when it comes to wide receivers. Um, they essentially lost Paris Campbell, who man, I, that one breaks my heart because I was I'm a big fan of Paris Campbell. Um, thought he was really going to have a huge team, huge season this year. Kevin has him actually, um, and then they lost uh, their rookie wide receiver they drafted in the second round this year, Michael Pittman. He's he's he had a pretty serious calf injury. It was like some compression thing I, I don't even i'm not a doctor so i can't speak to it but they're down like their top two wide receivers and ty hilton is washed so we'll i i had high hopes for the team going into the season it's really not looking good for them but hopefully they can keep it going we'll see yeah well it's interesting yeah i mean i think uh maybe main takeaways you know kevin's not going to have 25 points from the colts d every game um, and he's not going to have 44 points from Pat Mahomes. Um, but, you know, overall, I mean, I think Kevin has a team that's certainly worthy of playoff contention. And as we've said, unfortunately, I don't know if this is Joel's year. But um, with that said, moving on, uh, we got Jergy and Ryan. Uh, Ryan falling to one and two. Jergy going on to three and oh. I, I know this game meant a lot for Jergy. Um, I know Dylan picked Jergy this week, um, and I picked Ryan, um, and, and it just, it, it ended up being, it ended up being a shootout, a really close game. Um, and the edge just went to Jergy who, according to Dylan, just wanted it more. So depending on how you feel about that, uh, maybe, maybe that did, you know, spur Jergy to yeah. victory. Jergy wins off of the double tight end play using that flex with, for, for a tight end. That's a bold move, but you know, Desperate times call for desperate measures. I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, he's he's, he's also been one. hit by Chris injuries. Godwin is back out with another hamstring injury. So he's got Michael Thomas, Julio, and Chris wow. Godwin. I believe they were probably his first three picks riding the bench. Like, that's rough. Like, that's, that's in a similar situation to Joel, to be honest. I mean, that is a God-tier wide receiving core. Yeah, on paper. You can't really ask for um, a I'm a Julio that. Jones owner in a couple of leagues, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, that one, I don't – I'm a little bit worried about him because he's he's old now. He's like 30, 31. So we all know how injuries kind of affect older wide receivers. Hopefully, you know, he's he's a freak of nature. So we'll see if that um, matters or not in the long run. Mike Thomas, he should be back this week, I think. So at least he gets one of the three back, but it really does suck that Julio and Chris Godwin, he hasn't really been able to like play together at all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do next week wide receiver wise. I mean, he's probably going to have to drop somebody on his bench um, just to pick up somebody to put in there unless Michael Thomas or Julio. I mean, I know Julio was day to day last week, so, you know, maybe he gets healthy. Um, maybe T Michael Thomas plays this week. I know he's also questionable. Um, but he should probably pick somebody up just to be safe. 
Um, you know, I, I mean, he, he got solid performance. He didn't really have anybody that yeah. just absolutely killed it other than Dak. Oh, yeah. Um, and Dak has actually had a pretty good year. I mean, he's the third overall quarterback. He's put up, you know, his worst game was week one against the Rams, who usually have a pretty good defense. Um, and, I mean, that was only 17. And from there, he's put up 47 and 37. Uh, so, I mean, Dak is having a good year. Um, for Ryan's credit, you know, snagging Josh Allen um, with the, the 98th overall pick, you know, pretty solid stuff. Um, and, I mean, he just had a good game all around. I mean, Ryan's guys actually, you know, probably were a little bit more consistent um, in some respects. Um, but, you know, Jerky really benefited from Dak and the, the Buccaneers D kind of popping off. And, you know, if – if Ryan plays a winning coach, I don't know why Ryan <laughs> played the Saints against the Packers. Um, that wasn't necessarily the He's the hedging his bets on, uh, as a won. Packer fan. Not that it – yeah, I guess. Um, so I that I would have picked somebody else. Yeah. But, um, you know, Jurgi also got lucky. I mean, the, the Browns kind of, you know, had a, had a much larger uh, deficit, winning deficit against the – uh, the Washington football team um, than I think most people would have yeah. expected because they're actually playing pretty yeah. well this year. Um, hasn't for well. as much talent as they can, I mean, I guess like they're kind of hitting their ceiling for the talent that they do have. They're not too solid in terms of, you know, star players, but um, I mean, their best player essentially is like Terry McLaurin, no. which yeah, like he's great, but <laughs> yeah, he's, scary he's like a cheap Stefan Diggs. So like if that's like your if that's like your best player then yeah kind of shit out of luck. He's Ron Rivera, you know, great man from everything that I've heard yeah. about him. I believe he's actually going through cancer right now. Um so best of wishes to that man. He's still coaching while doing it and like getting IVs and at halftime and stuff. So what a boss. Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty incredible. I didn't I didn't know he's that. A, he's a manly man. Damn. Well, that is a manly man. And I mean, it's not easy necessarily to be the coach of the, the Redskins right now. I know, you know, we kind of talked about, they had, there was rumors of them having oh, yeah. like weird sex parties and in, uh, in Europe and, you know, everything with the, the team name. Yeah. And it's been a controversy for some time. So, I mean, kudos to, that's why they, I mean, that's a lot they of had character. earlier in the season, just, a lot hard. it was, I guess it was probably before the season. They immediately cut Darius Geis. I don't know if you were following that at all, but, Darius guys uh, had like a domestic abuse charge laid on him. Um, and as soon as they found out, they just immediately cut his ass, even though he was going to be their starting uh, running back. Um, so he, he had, he had expressed saying like, it's about the company wow. or like the organizational culture at this point. Um, so kudos to them for making quick decision there yeah. came out, you know, like a week later that Darius guys is actual, actually a total piece of shit. There was like a lot in his history that got uncovered. So, um, you know, Good on them for getting rid of that guy. Yeah, I, I wish there was more of that in the NFL. So I mean that that is good stuff. I mean, there's, there. I mean, I get that the NFL is a violent sport, and you know, there's a certain mindset. But I mean, I think a lot of guys prove that you can be violent, or at least you know, you can be physical, you can be tough on the field without you know, bring that into the the real world. And yeah. it's just there's there's no excuse for that kind of stuff. So. Um, well, moving on, uh, we'll, we'll, I think, talk about what ended up being the game of the week. 
um, just in terms of being the, the highest scoring close game. Um, you had Matt versus Nick Paul. Um, really good games from both guys. Uh, they would have beat most of the other teams in the league. Uh, tough game for Nick Paul moving to, to, to the three ones. Um, but, but Matt, kind of the, the surprise Cinderella story this year, popping off to 3-0 and uh, off of just solid performance all around apart from Jared Cook. You know, a lot of guys, upper 20s, uh, you really can't ask mm-hmm. for a lot more. He even had Keenan Allen on his bench. So, yeah. Uh, and James Robinson. We're talking about him. So apparently Matt. Matt's the, two, the, the, the trade um, target if you're looking for a two trade. teams that I, I think are probably having the best chance to win the championship this year. Um, we talked earlier about, um, I believe it was Dylan's team. And then Matt Kruger's team is pretty fucking insane, yeah. to be honest. We're, we're like, his entire starting lineup is, yeah. is just disgusting. Well, I mean, He's there got, was... Like, Rodgers, who's having a career year, which is saying a lot um, for the guy. Um, and then, you know, Dalvin Cook, obviously, is a stud. Nick Chubb is a stud. Adam Thielen, great football player. And then Calvin Ridley, what he's having the most absurd year ever. Like, what a, what a, like, he's not, I honestly, his numbers are inflated. I think it's going to come back down to earth eventually, but. He is definitely a talented guy. He's like typical Alabama receiver. You know, everyone that comes out of that school seems to be pretty good. They must have insane wide receiver coaches. Yeah. Well, well, and I think, uh, you know, you were talking about Cook and Thielen. I was watching Red Zone, and the, um, the, the second-tier Red Zone guy was the guy that was on the stream I was watching, and he said a crazy stat that, uh, Cook and Thielen are the only guys on the the Vikings so far to score a touchdown this season. So yeah, <laughs> Matt really really lucked out by picking up both of those guys. I mean, they've uh, obviously if that's the case, you know, that's that's some good production that you really can't argue with. I mean, those are their main two offensive weapons. I mean, they're very talented guys, as you said. Um, and and you know, just looking ahead, I don't necessarily see that. Uh, changing too much. There's, there's not there's a one, lot of reason there's for There's one that. thing development um, developing for the Minnesota offense, which actually might be net benefits for everybody, but um, the emergence of Justin Jefferson, um, rookie wide receiver from LSU, who was uh, the primary target for Joe Burrow and the championship team at LSU last year. Um, he was drafted in the first round by the Vikings and had a okay. breakout week last week where he dropped like 170 and a touchdown, I think. Um, I, I don't think he's going to have that prolonged kind of consistency at that level, but he's definitely a guy to watch. But I think that they were missing a second wide receiver anyways. Their their offense has honestly been trashed this season. Um, it's a shame they didn't win against Tennessee this week, but they finally you know, were able to show a little bit of life um, on the offensive side of the ball this week, probably because of J. Jeff. So hopefully this means good things for the overall Minnesota offense. Um, but yeah, like, I can't I can't say enough about Matt's team. His team is so deep. It's like his entire starting lineup is sick. And then he's got Keenan Allen, Robbie Anderson, Brandon Ayuk might be something, Deshaun Watson, James Robinson. Like these are all bench players that I would be starting on my team. So yeah. well done to his draft and, and good pickup yeah. on especially James Robinson, who looks great. 
Yeah, who the fuck drafted for Matt, and why has Matt not been doing this? You know, whoever he hired to draft his team this year, he really should have been hiring every year before this because they just kind of fucking killed it. And surprisingly, Matt Matt sat the the Ravens defense special teams didn't need to. They put up, you know, the very standard seven points, uh, still won. So I mean, he you know kind of lucked out there that he didn't need it. But I've never seen in this league somebody starting a head coach and not a, not a D special team. So that was wild. Nick Paul's probably kicking himself that he didn't start Lazard cause he popped off for a good game. Uh, kind of surprising. Uh, you know, Rogers in a dome is, is almost always guaranteed points for everybody on the offense. Um, so, you know, and, and he would have kind of had that cushion against, uh, you know, Rogers overall fantasy production. So, I mean, I, I don't necessarily know who, who he would have replaced there. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Corey Davis, Kenny Galladay are both probably more talented than Lazard, but, you know, Rodgers is having a good year, as you mentioned. Um, and he, obviously, if he would have made that change, he, he very likely would have won. So uh, tough, tough game for Nick Paul. Hopefully looks looks looking back, looking to bounce back next week. Um and we're, we're a little bit behind schedule, so we're just going to power through um, to next week. Um, week four, um, I'm just going to take a quick look at the schedule here. There's a train coming. Um, who is the game of the week, do we think? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's – I think it's probably Matt, Matt and Dylan, so we'll touch on that, I think, at the end. Um, probably – Probably the worst game of the week is probably Pete and I, uh, just based on records. Um, so we'll we'll cover that first. Uh, Vinny, any thoughts? Um, on I'm honestly Pete still trying I? to pull it up. Let, let's get your thoughts first. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll depend on who's healthy. Obviously, I mean, we we both have. I mean, he has like five guys that are doubtful or questionable, and I have, you know five guys that are questionable. Um, so, I mean, if Devonte Adams and DJ Chark are healthy and can perform at a hundred percent, you know, I think that bodes well for me. I mean, I still like my team. I mean, Lamar Jackson, Clyde, Kareem Hunt, um, Amari Cooper, um, you know, if I can get um, Devonte and DJ Chark in there, um, if Mark Andrews plays well, I mean, that's kind of the contingent on Lamar. Um, you know, I still like my team and nobody's had season ending injuries yet. Um, so, you know, it's always tough to say because I know Pete's going to pick somebody up at the, the waiver wire. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I, I know he has the Titans D here. Um, and obviously that's postponed, um, with the coronavirus stuff. Um, so I think it really depends. I'll take your team this way. I know it's kind of punting. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. Tough. I think I, mean, I think Lamar Jackson is going to finally pay off for his investment I, this week. It's kind of rough that. Yeah, I think Chase. I mean, against Washington, you'd they're hope so. they're they're um, uh, first overall and Clyde pick, against New England. Um, what the fuck is his name? Uh, the Ohio State guy with the dreads who looks like Predator. Um, he is actually out, probably going to be out with a groin strain. So he was a big <laughs> part of the reason why Washington was pretty good on defense this year, but. I think that Washington coming off of that kind of embarrassing game last week is going to 
come out all pistons firing and they're definitely going to score some points. Um, I think Kareem Hunt is also going to have a, another big game sneakily here. They're going to play Dallas yeah. at Dallas this year or this this week. Um, Dallas is their defense is pretty bad, um, but their offense puts up a lot of points. So I think game script is going to pull Kareem Hunt into that game and he's going to get quite a few receptions um, this week. So I'm expecting big things from those two players this week. And I think they should be able to be enough to lift you up for, for the W this week. Well, and I think, you know, as well to that point, I mean, Devante is helped by the fact that the Packers are playing Monday night, just gives him another day to get healthy. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the fuck Pete does here, you know, with, you know, Derrick Henry. I mean, he has a bunch of guys here, Derrick Henry, James Conner, and the Titans D. All of those, you know, are, are guys that are contingent. In, <laughs> he doesn't have anybody Pete on his bench Starfall. that's healthy enough we'll to be sure to replace them what the What the Browns uh, offense is going to do once they finally play a game where they're they're knowing that they're going to have to score a lot of points. Um Odell Beckham very very well could pop off. Um, he's got a lot of high ceiling players, so I'm not saying it's it's over for him at all. Um, his his team is very solid, yeah. um, but obviously the the Pittsburgh Tennessee game, like if that game doesn't happen, it's over for him. Which is why ultimately I I, I think that I'm leaning more towards you here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's definitely I think the X factor in this one. I'll I'll, I'll predict myself. Just for for Nick Paul's uh, record keeping, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll move on. Um, I think probably let's touch on Joel and Jurgi. Um, I mean, I think ESPN has this as a nine point spread. That's that's questionable. I see Joel is starting Joe Burrow this should. week instead of uh, Minshew. So I don't know. Jacksonville, yeah. Jacksonville still. I don't know if he learned his lesson there. Their defense um, I mean, Terry. <laughs> yeah, they are. Well, and 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 Terry McLaurin's going to have. I mean, that's going to be a tough matchup against the Baltimore defense that is, you know, historically great, um, and they're they're doing pretty well this year, I think, as well. Um, Kittle. Kills having to deal with um, yeah um, yeah but Gina their backup is, hurt, their backup right? looks I mean, fine. He's not really playing. Uh, I, I can't remember his name. So, is it Mullins or something? Yeah, he's he's fine. He's solid for um, sure. They're gonna lean heavy on the run, but yeah, um, Kittle obviously is always involved in the offense, whether it be you know blocking in the run game and then going for you know short dump off passes um, off of those fakes. So he he supposedly is going to be healthy going into this week. Um, so he should be, I, I think, looking to impress on a Sunday night against Philly, uh, who's still kind of trying to figure everything out. But Joel is taking an interesting um, kind of strategy here. He's he's going for high ceiling plays um, over anything else because he knows that he's going through a lot of injuries. Um, he's starting Preston Williams against Seattle. is a very intriguing matchup. That defense hasn't been able to stop anybody this season. Not saying that Miami is particularly scary on offense, but Preston Williams is kind of a guy who has the talent to be a wide receiver one on a team. He just hasn't really shown it this season, but um, could be a potentially big one from him. And Michael Gallup had a great week last week as well against Seattle. So just kind of a case example of a guy who took a couple weeks to break out, um, played against Seattle and had a huge one. So I think that if, if Joel has any chance of winning this week, it's probably going to be off of the back of like a, like a th random 30 point game from Preston Williams. 
Well, and, and yeah, I think that that's a really interesting point. Um, I mean, we have all, I mean, what, we have three Miami guys uh, between both these guys' teams. Uh, yep. Devontae Parker, Mike, I know, Jasicki, um, and, and Preston Williams. So, I mean, I think the game against Seattle, you know, Seattle's had a lot of higher scoring games so far this year. Um, so yeah, I think that's to both of these guys benefit. It's just yeah. going to be a, a matter of who ends up popping off. He's a little hurt though. Um, which is, I mean, obviously which is why is really I feel talented. like mm-hmm. um, he's been fine this season so far. He's still the wide receiver one on this team. Um, okay. but the, the, the thing that you always want to consider when you're yeah. talking about like a bad team or, or a bad defense getting, get your playing gets a bad defense, right. Is the first couple options are always like the focus for that game plan to get taken away. So Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki are the two primary options there in Miami. They're going to be covering them first and foremost. And Preston Williams, who's been kind of flying under the radar this season, I expect him to have a lot of opportunities um, so as they try to focus in on like Devontae, which is why Michael Gallup had such a huge game last week as well. So we'll, we'll see. Um, obviously, you know, anything could happen, but um, this one's kind of a wild card, but I, I still lean Jersey on this one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I do too. I agree with you. Um, I mean, I think for Jergy, I mean, there are some wild cards as we've mentioned. Uh, I mean, you, I didn't realize that Parker was banged up, but obviously Michael Thomas is too. Um, and it'll just kind of depend on, you know, some of these guys matchups, um, yep. obviously as every fantasy game does and, and whether or not they're healthy. I mean, Jurgi's team is just, man, as we said yeah, you know, yeah. earlier in the podcast, is just been is, uh, just his... beaten up. So, yeah, that's the I mean, best he is 3 0. Uh, he has for time him. for his so, team to get healthy. Um, once he gets everybody up and healthy again, I don't know if Chris Carson is ever really going to reach that level again this season. If he is out for any amount of time and someone kind of comes in, you know, Rashad Penny's getting healthy again. But, you know, his long term outlook is really strong. Well, and Godwin has a hamstring, which yeah. I feel like every wide receiver in the league right now has is dealing with an issue. Uh, so, you know, it. I, I mean, that's the kind of thing, you know, if it's not managed correctly, it's going to nag him for the rest of the year, and that's just going to, you know, harm his his production for Tampa Bay and for Jerky. So something to watch for. Um, and obviously, as we've said, you know. That's not I, happening. I'm sure Joel's hoping A.J. Brown can play too. But, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to lean – yeah, no, <laughs> I'm gonna lean Jergy as well. Um, and with that said, let's let's go on to your matchup versus Kevin. Um, so ESPN is giving the nod to you right now, and what they're saying is going to be a really close game. I mean, Kevin's team has been really good. Um, I, I, apparently, ESPN is just pointing to the fact that you know him, Juju, and Deontay Johnson are both kind of yeah. obviously questionable with the whole COVID stuff as we've been yeah. kind of been a theme of this podcast. It all so comes down that to that injuries, Kansas City New England um, matchup, this which week. are based on COVID. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that one plays out. But he's got he's really? got Patrick Mahomes. I've got Cam. He's also got Tyreek Hill. Could turn out a couple ways. I think um, it's really dependent on how. Um, how well the New England defense can play against Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> Obviously, they've got a great coaching staff, so it's definitely you know not outside the realm of uh, possibility. So 
he, they could very well, very, very well like turn up against New England, um, shut down Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, I think will be the first option they take away. Um, and maybe they put up some dud weeks. That's really my only chance in terms of looking at this here. Like his matchups, like Aaron Jones, I expect him to drop his casual 35 points against that Atlanta defense. Um, Jonathan Taylor eh, against Chicago. Chicago's pretty strong, so I'm not gonna not gonna think he's gonna boom. But as long as as long as like Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill yeah, defensively held in check, I I think I have a chance. But I I don't I don't know how things are looking for me, especially since like Deontay Johnson has a concussion. I don't even know if he's gonna play this week. Um, Allen Robinson's playing Indy. Indy is a great defense. Um, Josh Jacobs playing Buffalo. Like if Buffalo gets out to a big lead, like he may not even really get on the field. I Honestly, like this team is a little sad. I, I hate looking at it. I'm going to actually pick Kevin in this week against me, and then we're just going to move on from that analysis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I, I'm probably going to lean Kevin as well. Um, I mean, I think Greg Olson in a warm game at Miami. Um, I mean, that always benefits older guys. Um, I mean, we'll see about Juju, um, Tyree Kill against New England, as you said. I mean, that's going to be a big matchup. We'll see how that ends up, if it ends up being a defensive matchup or more of a high-scoring game. Um, you know, Jonathan Taylor, as you said, I mean, Chicago has a good defense. I think Aaron Jones probably has a good game. Atlanta's had a lot of high-scoring games so far this year. Um, and it's Monday night, so again, you know, it always benefits a running back to have another day of rest. Um, I mean, Melvin Gordon's playing the Jets. So, I mean, I think as we were talking about in the chat, uh, the Jets might just throw this game. So I, I think, and you know, if the Denver gets out to a big lead, yeah. um, that, that only serves, you know, Kevin's team's benefits. So, um, you know, I, I, I still like your team. Um, I, I certainly think, you know, if some things break the right way, you have a chance of still making the playoffs this year. Um, but I mean, that, that'll depend on cam kind of returning to his MVP form. Um, and some of these guys just having good breaks the rest of the way. And I mean, obviously, you know, the wild card here, I think too, is, is Allen Robinson with Nick Foles in the lineup now, um, and Cooper cup kind of having a big game, um, with, with, with golf. So, I mean, it's possible, but I, I think I'm going to lean Kevin right now. The data gives me little confidence for my team. Um, That's all I'll say. We'll see what happens. (laughs) I know, me too. Yeah, I'm surprised Thanks, ESPN. ESPN is, I appreciate is leaning you. you. That's that's weird. <laughs> I mean, All not right, by mu- not by much, but <laughs> um, yeah, we'll move on to uh, to Nick Paul versus Ryan Meyer. Uh, Nick, ESPN's predicting a dead split. Those are high projections. Kind of surprising. Um, yeah. Nick Paul's learned from his mistakes and is now starting Alan Lazard a week after. You, you got to uh, start him. You got to start him against him. He's had a chance to get healthy on a Monday so night. A like, especially if Devontae doesn't play. I mean, if, if the Saints, yeah. essentially what they did last, last week is they just, rather than putting their primary defensive options on Devontae Adams, they just shadowed uh, MVS the entire game, which is why he dropped a, a damn near goose egg. So. Alan Lazard is the beneficiary of that. Atlanta can't already can't play yeah. defense, but hey, maybe maybe MVS has a huge week this week. Well, we don't yeah, know. Maybe it's say. him rather than Alan Lazard. Nobody really knows what's going on behind Devonte Adams in that offense. 
Yeah, I mean, I would I would add to that that I mean, I feel like wide receivers, apart from guys like you know Greg Jennings or Devontae Adams, or you know way back in the day like Donald Driver. Um, You're not going to mention Jordan. Rodgers really likes to 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 spread spread it around. Jordy, my guy. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, other than his like number one target that are like pro bowlers, Rodgers really likes to spread the wealth on offense. So, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, you know, last week I definitely would have started Lazard. This week I'm a little less high on it. I mean, if we were at Atlanta, I mean, again, Rodgers loves playing in domes. I mean, that'd be a different story. But, um, I mean, it's early in the season. Lambeau isn't going to be freezing. I think it's supposed to be like, you know, probably 50s or 60s. Um, so, I mean, that's more than warm enough. Um, you know, I don't know. This is a tough one. I mean, it's kind of a push at quarterback. Um, it's kind of a push at running backs. Um, this might be edge I mean, I to Ryan because really he's got running back. It's kind of edge to Ryan. I think David Johnson. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, I mean, David he's, Johnson he's has had. If you if you like watch more hill, Texans, I think he's gonna have a big week this week. Um. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I don't know. Um, but I have faith in in David Johnson. Okay. But yeah, I in terms of overall output, um, I think I'm gonna have to lean towards Ryan here. Um, I like his matchups a little bit better. Um, I don't know. I've, I haven't really watched a ton of um, Carolina this year, to be honest. So I can't really comment on DJ Moore, but I do own him in another team and he like had like three points last week. So I, I, I had more confidence in him going in this week, uh, this year, but we'll see. I'm hoping he turns it up, but never know. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's just been putting up hella points. I mean, Zeke against the Cleveland defense, I mean, I think that's a good matchup. I mean, Gurley against Green Bay, I mean, Green Bay's defense is just, I mean, we saw what Kamara did last week. Um, and, I mean, I know Gurley isn't tradition. you know, he's not having the same kind of production um, He he's, you know, historically had. Uh, but, you know, I think he's good for another, like, you know, what he's averaging this year, you know, 14 or 15. Um I mean, apart from that, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I probably, I hate to, I, I've literally just been agreeing with you in all your predictions, but, um, you know, if I'm Ryan, maybe I start Jarvis Landry, though, or Golden Tate. I mean, I guess not Golden Tate. I mean, Danny Dimes has been kind of garbage this year, but. Yeah. Um, and, and, and if you're Ryan, just drop Drew Brees. I mean, I don't, what's the point of having Drew Brees on your, your roster? I mean, I get he's the 13th overall quarterback and he did put up 26 points against the Packers last week but I feel like that's kind of an anomaly I don't know I I like I like Ryan's team a little bit more um it'll obviously again depend on everybody staying healthy um he doesn't really have too many guys with the uh Steelers or Tennessee or the Vikings or anything like that so we'll see what happens um this is definitely yeah I guess we'll we'll move on to the game of the week yeah. I, I mean, it's just two guys, two good seasons. Um, so far, the only thing standing in the way of Dylan uh, not getting to 3 0 and 1 is, you know, yeah. his guys that are, again, Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Uh, you know, Dylan has two guys. I mean, Roethlisberger, uh, he could start Tom Brady, and I, I, he probably will. So I don't know how much of a factor that's actually going to be because I think, you know, Tom Brady's been trending upwards. 
as he's learned the new system in Tampa Bay. I would also start Tampa Tyler Bay. Boyd, um, um, Matt Jackson, but over T.Y. We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, it's probably – I'd agree with that. He hasn't done anything because um, the Giants are Evan ass. Ingram, what's he been up to? He hasn't been doing shit. Yeah, he was there in yeah, the entire I mean, team. Losing Saquon <laughs> Let's really be hurt. honest. Evan Ingram is the best wide receiver on that team. Um, I mean, granted, he t- plays tight end, but he's the best yeah. receiver. Um, Darius Slayton is the number two option there. Um, but unless Devontae Freeman unless, comes in and revives this offense, like Danny Dimes is overrated and he's not that good. Um, he fumbles every time he drops back. Uh, not really a fan of that. So I think he overall, like this offense isn't really going to do too much. Um, but, you know, it doesn't really matter because he's got Zach Ertz and they've got literally nobody else to throw the ball to. So he'll probably have a pretty big game against San Francisco. It'll likely be relatively high scoring on a Sunday night, but we'll see. Um, but there's no – I can't look at either of these two lineups and nitpick at really anything. I think, like, the weakest play in the starting lineup outside of – I'm assuming that Boyd gets swapped in for Hilton is Hunter Henry um, by Matt. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of him this year, but – his ceiling is so high with, with the players that he has. And Aaron Rodgers has just been playing out of his mind. He's probably going to drop like 45 points this week. Yeah. Um, by the way, what are your thoughts? No, I think uh, he's overrated. I don't think he's, I don't think he's that good. Like I think, I think he's fine. I think he's okay. a middle of the pack quarterback i think he's overhyped because he plays for the giants and he had one good game last year um but like people shit on like uh no he's better than mitch trubisky i'll tell you mitch trubisky Trubisky. um mitch trubisky is is was he was (laughs) the worst starting quarterback in the league when he put when he was starting for the bears um I mean, he had that he had that start to his career where he was he had a you know, he had a season solid. well his entire he, career he where he's been leaning on the Bears defense to hold them in People games are, because he's never going to win any games for that off for that team. It's just a fact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Danny Dimes, he's fine. He's yeah. he's a guy. I, I wouldn't if 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 the Giants have a chance to take another quarterback this year with the first overall pick if it falls in their lap, they should be drafting Trevor Lawrence. So. Yeah, um, I, I hope the Bears suck. I'll just say that. Um, but yeah, to, to, to this point of, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm going to have to go Dylan just because I can't keep going chalk with ESPN and everything else. Um, I'm going to, I, I think Matt's going to win, but I'm, I'm going to publicly state that I'm going to give this game to Dylan. Um, I don't really have a good reason why, because again, I think Matt's probably, I mean, Matt's team is just so fucking good. Um, so it's, it, it'll, it'll be a really close game. It'll be a really high scoring game. Um, I wish Dylan had, um, you know, some of these guys swapped out so we could talk about it a little bit yeah. better, but, um, you know, I think, you know, DK Metcalf's having a fucking year. Rogers is having a fucking year. Cook, Chubb, we've talked about this already, um, kind of at length. So I don't really have a whole lot more to add. Um, but you know, I think, I, I think Tom Brady probably has a big game against the Chargers. Um, and, I mean, yeah, if he swaps out Hilton for Boyd, I, I think that's a good matchup too. And I 
I'm right there with you. I think that that was, I'm going that with was wisely said. Um, so I think Matt's um, I think Matt's team who, who you're going with um, is very going to be very very dependent on oh, Aaron wow. Rodgers having a massive game um, as well as DK. I think DK has the opportunity to rebound from his weird drop play where it got punched out right before he crossed the the goal line. I don't know if you saw that or not last week. Yeah, the touchback. I think he bounces back from that this week against Miami. Oh, the, the Russ has been playing nutty all season. He might get like 200 yards, two touchdowns. Um, I could see a game like that coming out of him relatively soon. He's just that kind of player. Um, and despite how good he's been playing this year, I, I think that he still has his best weeks ahead of him. Um, but, you know, we don't know if that's this week or not. I think it might very well be. But I think that otherwise – outside of that happening for him along with Rogers popping off, I think I got to give it to Dylan. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Who else would you, you think say? Russ wins MVP. This Maybe Roger. If the Packers keep winning. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, no way. I mean, maybe Rogers. <laughs> No way. Um, I mean, I think, Jones I, think or Kamara, uh, I think Kamara, uh, maybe you he'll know, probably be up there no. in voting, but it's, it's a quarterback's league at this point. Um, with the way that Russ and I think right now the three main contenders for MVP yeah. are, I mean, always assuming they keep winning, are Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen, who are three players who are essentially yeah. carrying their teams to three and zero starts right now. So um, I don't see unless one of the all three of them just like randomly fall off. It's got to be one of those three that wins it this season. Oh yeah. My my dark horse for MVP. You should have retired with Aaron Rodgers or not Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck. <laughs> we both should have left. Fucking washed them. R.I.P. Andrew Luck. Yeah, man. Yeah. Andrew Luck. I. Yeah. Still disappointing. Oh, I, well. I loved Andrew Luck. He's a. He's a. He was a fun player to watch, but I mean, I don't know. I still have a hope that. All right. That well, I, I think we went on for a while, back, so I don't think it's happening. But yeah, we're we're a little bit That's over. Good. We're I think we're at the we're about like fifty five or so, so we're not too bad. Um, anything else you want to um, touch on? Everybody Life, vote politics. Enjoy the finals. Uh, different sports. <laughs> if you're in the NBA, this is kind um, of the Other portion. than that, yeah, everybody vote. Uh, it's starting right now, <laughs> so I'm probably gonna go watch that. Is that starting yeah. now? Okay. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go for that too. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I'd echo that. Everybody vote. Um, oh, man. Go Brewers. I don't really have anything else to add. I'll cheer um, for the Brewers. The Brewers are in the playoffs this week, so um, I know you don't give a shit about that, but, um, you know, I love yeah, the Brewers. I, mean, Brewers, uh, the Cubs I grew up watching them. It's kind of like Cubs the only baseball Cardinals team I ever cared so, about, so. Um, it'll be interesting. Had many a great yeah. memories. Well, I mean, like tailgating is always, you know, really fun. So. Yeah, I love that. I love, I love Miller. Is it Miller Field? <laughs> Do you? Yeah. yeah, Miller Park. Miller Park. It's a great half, half memories. Miller Park. Oh, really? Yeah, it's gonna become uh, it's gonna become American Family Stadium. Yeah, they're 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 they bought the rights, so I think this is the last year for it. Um, so kind of kind of unfortunate, but but yeah, I'll I'll let you go. Um, I hope everybody has a good rest of their week. Best of luck to you. Stay safe and healthy. Um, thank you, Thanks Vinny, for joining me. Um, really appreciate it, man. Um, and yeah, we'll see.
How many times I gotta tell you niggas I'm home Girl, I ain't finna lie, you gorgeous We should go to Malibu, let's go to Florence Rainbow on your aura Girl, you soaking up the sun like a tourist Another plane, she an explorer I'm drinking and I'm telling her things I'm not sure of Cancun to Agora Couldn't find more of a wavy baby We ending our month in Bora Bora August time and you're still on my mind Girl, I ain't tryna leave, I'll be right back Left the crib without a top, need a nightcap I'm just looking at the stars from a path I'm serious, A and B with you, the lyrics all facts They pop off, you tell them relax I drop off the bars and dash Let the sun set in the back And the boys light as a feather, in fact At least we can be together, not forever But if we could fly through a pink sky We would never come just back Just another cold morning in Paris, I know I wish I was taking you home And I ain't taking a long train about me and it's tough girl and i'm trying to feel your love but i'm not fucked up enough. man what a pity new york city lights glow how many times i gotta tell you niggas i'm we 17 years old at cartier we had a cop floating in my room you made me feel like i'm an astronaut niggas mad how i acrobat the vocabulary and it whack these fractions ain't adding up and i'm back with the math raps like a boy invented the abacus less of a rapper more of a strategist gotta know that money can't buy happiness you gotta have a long home stone the hill stone up charcoal shit ain't changed nigga i'm still the saddest kid up in the game think about you girl i do that every day thoughts i was having blew that shit away